Everybody Googles everything, especially potential customers or employers, and a business or personal online reputation can make or break you. If negative search results or reviews are impacting you, Webamax is here to help. Our proven process restores your online reputation quickly and effectively, and it matters. Don't let negative results control your narrative. Visit GoWebamax.com and fill out a brief confidential form to see how we can help. Remember, if you aren't paying attention to your online reputation, someone else is. GoWebamax.com before history is written it's played before it's frozen in time it's fought one shift at a time before it's etched in silver it's carved in ice what happens next will last forever the Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for the Steelers hangover. And the hangover has grown. There are five of us from BTSC on this week's hangover because it is time once again for something that Tony Defio and I started a couple years ago. It is the third annual BTSC Contributor Draft. And we are having our biggest one yet. Let me introduce all of my friends here. As always with me is my good friend, BTSC Hall of Famer, one Anthony Julius Defio, Tony Jules. Welcome to the big show. What's up, man? I can't believe we have guests. I had to clean my apartment just just for the occasion. It's great (laughs) to be here. I'm excited. That that's awesome. And usually you are the best dressed man in all of BTSC. And Lo and behold, Marky D is in the house all the way from da-da-da and check out how dapper he looks. Yeah, just a little bit. How's it going, fellas? I think my first live with uh, Tony and, and, and Mikey, and I've seen Jeff before, so this is going to be a good show. Now, here's the question. You joked about this earlier, but is it true you are not wearing pants? Um, <laughs> we'll, leave that, we'll leave that to the imagination. Okay, let's, so- let's just say that. He could neither confirm nor deny. Somebody who never wears pants in public, Michael Beck, the Canadian wonder. What's up, MB? It's true. I'm doing great. How are you doing, Brian? Really good. Now, my question for you is, do you know any draft prospects this year like you did last year? Actually, do I? I know a couple. Uh, There's a a, a few Canadians in this draft. Uh, 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 Javon Holland, if I can say his name correctly. Uh, I played uh, minor football with his older brother. Uh, and uh, Terrell Jan, I played uh, my college days with his older brother as well. So there's a couple names to look out for. So uh, 
yeah, end up being Steelers, we might have a couple more uh, exclusive interviews in the pipeline. And last and certainly least, oh, wait, wait, last and certainly <laughs> not least, the master of the film room, my good friend Jeffrey Benedict, GB, what is up? Doing good, man, having a good time. All right, so we are so excited. We are not sure which way this draft is going to go, but it is going to be fun. It is going to be our opinions, and we could be right on. We could be way off. We will find out 10 days from now when the real draft happens. But the other big draft is one week away, and it is the BTSC Hangover live chat draft. And we had the draft lot lottery. Not only was it me, the BAD, I was with my son, 13-year-old CMAD, Connor Michael Anthony Davis, and we did the draft lottery yesterday on Tales from 2 a.m., and I'm going to go through this really quick because this is going to be fast and furious when we get to our own draft. So, number one, Jacksonville, BTSC, Tony and I will pick that ourselves. And uh, spoiler alert, it's Trevor Lawrence. Number two, Snowman is at number two with the New York Jets' first pick. And number three, Chad Dobbs in San Francisco. Terry Bittinger at, at, with Atlanta at number four. Mike Smith with Cincinnati at number five. Stacey Lynn with Miami's first pick at number six. Gyro has the Lions of Detroit at seven. At number eight, it's Bad Itch. I've had a few of those in my day and <laughs> in the 2 a.m. days. Um, that's Carolina. At number nine, it's Denver Jeff Lauderdale. Number 10, Dallas, the Cowboys, just living life 97. The New York Giants, Yanair Antonio Manrique Cabeza, or Cabeza Manrique. I think I have that backwards. I apologize, Yanair. Philadelphia, Cree Ickes, the LA Chargers at number 13, Russ Obenstein, Minnesota Vikings, Sean Manahan, Solover six, gets that team up north, the New England Patriots at 15, David Briggs, Arizona 16, the Vegas Raiders, Tate Boys at 18, the second pick for Miami, Matt Smith, Washington, the Washington football team, and from Jersey, number 20, Chicago, Jerry Cherry. 21, Indianapolis is Percy Foreman. 22, the Titans, Tyler W., Matt Stofko, the pride of Johnstown, PA. He replaced me as the pride of Johnstown, PA. And it's the Jets' second pick at 23. J.O.W. will pick for the Pittsburgh Steelers at number 24. At 25, it's Thomas Zaylor with Jacksonville's second pick. Cleveland, Todd Fairy at 26, 27, Baltimore, Asiatic Noble, 28, New Orleans, Tyler Jacobs, 29, Green Bay, Kobe Pacal, number 30, Buffalo, Zach Farnsworth, number 31, Kansas City, Drew Wood, and it's so funny, at number 32, our good friend Donald Nolan, and the reason this is funny, he's picking for Tampa Bay this year, last year he picked for Tampa Bay at number nine, so this time he has the defending champions, so I wanted to go through that really quick. If you have any questions, any anything, just go ahead and get a hold of me. Uh, not tonight, uh, not during this draft, but go ahead and get a hold of me at btscbad or at badavis8889 at gmail.com. Fellas, are you ready to go? Are you ready? All right, here we go with Ooh. the first pick in the BTSC contributor draft. We're going down under. 
Mark Davison with the Jacksonville Jaguars, and I think he's thinking punter. Well, well, this this is an easy one here. <laughs> this, this is a guy that we all know. Um, he's a player to stretch the field. You know, if, he's a big name. He's a, he's a guy that can move the ball with force and and sometimes touch. He's going to be a true number one for, you know, the Jags for uh, 10 years. And that's why I'm going Jacksonville Jaguars select Max Duffy, punter out of Kentucky, 200 pounds, <laughs> 6-1, hometown Perth, Australia, college, Kentucky Wildcats, bad. How did you know that? Nailed it. <laughs> I, I just know it. Now before I fire you on the spot, <laughs> make the real pick. <laughs> yeah, 100%, uh, 100% Lawrence there. Um, I, I tried to do a bit of a joke, but bad. He's, he, he knows he knows me too well. He's, he's <laughs> on my card. It's it's Lawrence all day. Number one. Well, here's the thing with Lawrence. Urban Meyer took the job knowing that Lawrence was going to be there, and I think that was a big part of it. So good pick, fellas. Good pick. Oh yeah. All right. The can't, New can't York Jets. Probably the best general manager in New York Jets history will be Tony Defio. Tony, take it. Well, I mean, it was it was it's tempting to uh, to buck the trend and 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 pick somebody like Kyle Pitts or uh, or, or Sewell because I think they they could be they're as close to can't miss as you can be, and they have another pick at twenty three, and maybe you say okay, uh, hopefully Mac Jones falls to so you there, but no, I mean you, I don't think you can risk it. It has to be uh, Zach Wilson from BYU, the uh, the quarterback. I think he's he's as close to to the new Trevor Lawrence as you can get as far as a uh, a. a a done deal right now. So I think it has to be Trevor. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Zach Wilson, Michael, you liking this? Yeah. The, I don't see it uh, going any other way. You don't trade Sam Darnold to uh, ignore a quarterback. And that's the right. second best guy on the board. All right. So let's go with pick number three. It is Michael Beck and Michael Beck is going with a team that traded up for this pick, the San Francisco 49ers. What is going on by the Bay? Michael B. So the 49ers traded up, but they didn't trade up for Mac Jones like so many people are trying to uh, to throw out there. They're, they traded up for the guy whose pro day was the day of recording, Mr. Trey Lance, University of North Dakota State, uh, the, the, the big-time quarterback. Uh, he didn't play a whole lot this past year, but I think Whoa. he's going to turn some heads in the bay. Jeffrey. Just go Trey Lance. <laughs> Leaving Justin Fields out there. Yeah, you know what? I I think this is the guy, though. I I think if you're trading up, there's a chance Fields falls. Uh, I I think uh, I think Lance is going to be scooped up. Someone's going to someone was going to trade up for him. I think that's why the Niners did it. Oh yeah. <laughs> this gives this gives Jimmy G it kind of, it kind of, one more year and gives Lance a chance to uh, stay behind and uh, figure it out like Ella Mahomes, Tony. No, it kind of reminds me of Josh Allen from a few years ago in terms of a, a kind of a small school quarterback who rose up the charts really fast and was what was he drafted fourth that year, fifth. So yeah, that's uh, I mean I, I don't I I think after Lawrence, it's it's kind of a you know they're all kind of mixed together other than Mac Jones. I think he's he's uh, a clear what fifth. So yeah, I have no problem with it. All right, there we go. Let's keep it going. Let's go to uh, number four. Very interesting pick. It's the Atlanta. Atlanta Falcons, and who puts the hot in hot Atlanta? It's the one and only Jeffrey Benedict, GB. Well, it's pretty easy. My, my, my number one player is on the board, so I'm going for it. 
Uh, with the fourth pick, the Atlanta Falcons take Kyle Pitts, University of Florida. They've got Matt Ryan. They've got Julio Jones. They've got some other needs. But Kyle Pitts is the kind of player to just take your offense to another level. And when they do have to get a new quarterback, when they do have to rebuild, look what look what a guy like Travis Kelsey has done for young quarterbacks. Look what he did. Uh, look what he did for Alex Smith. Look what he's doing for Pat Mahomes. Uh, he, he makes every offense he's in better. That's that's who Kyle Pitts is, and he's going to make Atlanta a serious offense again. Well, I I say this with Kyle Pitts. This guy would have been great in Pittsburgh. You know he's not going to fall. I think he is probably one of the best products to come out of the tight end position in a long time in the draft. I love this for them. It was either get a quarterback and say goodbye to Matt Ryan. That fiscally doesn't make sense. So I kind of love this here. Why not give Ryan some weapons with Julio Jones, with everybody you have there, throwing pits into the mix? Guess what? You have more weapons. This could extend Matt Ryan's career. So good pick. Best athlete of the draft. You're saying best athlete? I, I agree on that. So, Marky D, this is now this is funny. If you listen to Touchdown Under, or if you just listen to any time this guy talks about any other team in the NFL, there is no team that he hates more than the Cincinnati Bengals. In fact, I've never heard him call them the Bengals. He only calls them the Bungles, and he is picking for Cincinnati right here. This is tough for him because I said, Mark, if you're going to do this draft, you have to put yourself in – you have to be a Cincy fan for this pick. You've got to be their general manager. So go ahead. Do your best. I know this is tough. So, so that's why even on my run sheet today, I've got the bungles. I had to put it in. It's the only, the only incorrect team I spelt uh, out of the, 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 the ones that I'm choosing. Um, and the reason why I hate the Bengals and I wish the streak goes on forever is they haven't won a playoff game in 11,059 uh, 11, days, and that's 11,058 days for you guys. Um, look, I, 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 if I was the Bengals here, I would want to go uh, Kyle Pitts. I think that would have been the, the, the good option to get a tight end. But I think you've got to protect Burrow here. Burrow got too smacked up in the dirt last year. He needs some protection. I think we select, I can't pronounce his first name, Penai Sewell uh, from Oregon. And just based off his qualities alone, he's six foot six, 150 kilos, 330 pounds. He's a massive unit. Whoa. Um, he, they, they need to play. AFC North football is a tough division every year, one of the toughest. He's going to slot in there. And if, if, the, uh, the, if the Bengals want to try and win a playoff game, which they haven't in the last 30 years, they need to keep him upright. Sewell does that. Were you alive when Cincy won that playoff game against the Los Angeles Raiders at the time? I was two, two years You're, old. Wow. Ugh, and yeah. you, you know what else happened? That Does anybody know what happened in that game? This is this is something very significant. There you go, Tony. What happened to Bo Jackson? Uh, foot pounding hip injury, and he was never really the same in baseball either. He was maybe one of the greatest athletes ever, and, and that one play just screwed up his uh, his career. He could have been a, a great one, a Hall of Famer. If he doesn't get sports. hurt in that game, if he doesn't get hurt in that game, maybe this maybe it's longer. Maybe the drought is longer. So, uh, great, Mark. Thanks so much. Tony, you are on the clock next, I believe. And it is the Miami Dolphins. They got their uh, – they they have a lot of picks in this draft. They had a lot of picks in last year's draft. 
What do you think for Miami? Well, they drafted a uh, what they hope to be a franchise quarterback last year in Tua. I'm not going to try to say his last name. And uh, if, you, if you have a franchise quarterback, you want, him, you want him to develop, you need to give him some weapons. So I'm going with receiver Jamar Chase from LSU. All right. Michael Beck, am I correct when I say Tua Tungavaiola? I, I, th- I think you nailed that. Tungavaiola is usually what I go for. I, d- d- I think we're safe with Tua. Tua's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Tua. So, I should have just, just stopped when I was ahead. <laughs> the chase is on in Miami. I, I think unanimously, I think that's a great pick. Everybody seems to have, if they don't trade down, it's seen, and there's some you know thought that they might trade down, but I'm thinking this is a good pick. So let's let's move on and let's go back to uh, Mr. Michael Beck, and who are we going to see on the board for the Detroit Lions? Very interesting pick here because they made that trade. Matt Stafford is gone. They brought in Jared Goff. Did they go quarterback here, Michael Beck? They need a lot on defense too. So what are they doing? This is a tough spot. I, I feel like how the draft will actually play out. There, there probably be, be some trade ups here to try to get some of these quarterbacks off the board. That's kind of what I foresee happening. But I also think if they still are on the board, how everything's falling out, I don't think the Lions go quarterback. Just not yet. Now they could also try to protect their their quarterback in Jared Goff or their future quarterback. But I think they try to find a weapon here, Jalen Waddle. I think uh, the receiver out of Alabama. Uh, I think uh, I think he comes off the board here. Uh, they give Jared Goff a, a weapon and uh, just try to improve the team in, in general. You know what? I, I really uh, I like that. I kind of would have had them taking a guy like Micah Parsons here, just for how dynamic he is on defense. But they really need that speedy receiver. They either go defense here or go receiver. I'm with you not taking the quarterback. So I like that pick. Jeffrey Benedict, you are up next. This is a very interesting pick because this changed just two weeks ago. This pick was surely going to be a quarterback. Now, doesn't seem like they need to because Sammy Darnold's in town for the Carolina Panthers. Who do you have going to the Queen City? Uh with the quarterback situation they had and the run blocking and the, the offensive line play they had last year, uh, they're going offensive line. And so with the eighth pick, the Carolina Panthers are taking Rashawn Slater, tackle from Northwestern. Fantastic pass blocker. He's the best pass blocker in the draft. Uh, when you've got – when you're running back as Christian McCaffrey, you're a passing team. Like, that's just what you are. Pass blocking is run blocking at that point because he's that kind of a weapon. So Rashawn Slater is a perfect fit. Uh, for the Carolina Panthers, although if Justin Fields falls that far, they may be kicking themselves for the Sam Darnold trade. Hmm, I gotta tell you, that's <laughs> that's interesting. Now, my second favorite Slater next to AC from Saved by the Bell. So, you know, I gotta throw that in there, the incomparable <laughs> Mario Lopez. But Rashawn Slater, I would love to see him in Pittsburgh. Never gonna happen, but that would be absolutely amazing. This guy is he he's a beast out of northwestern so, so i love that pick so let's keep this going now as we are now at number nine this is a really interesting pick too here it is the denver broncos marky d you're up 
Yeah, it, it's interesting how this draft is going so far. We've got a few quarterbacks, and we've got Sam Darnold going via trade. And I know a lot of Denver Broncos fans want to get rid of Drew uh, Drew Locke, but I find I find I disagree with that so much. You give these like two years, and they want to trade on. They want they want a new, you know, new person to shot a new guy. So I don't think they go quarterback here with Fields or Mac Jones or anyone like that. I think they pick up on the defense. I think they pick up uh, Micah Parsons in that middle linebacker spot. He's gonna he's gonna get this defense rolling. They've got to try and take care of Mahomes in this division. They've got to take care of Herbert and sometimes Derek Carr because he's really good or he's really really bad. Um, but they need they need pressure on that defense. They need to keep uh, games close so they have a chance to win. Don't give up on Locke just yet. I know a lot of Broncos fans want to get rid of him. But give these fellas a few years to, to play out and don't just do what the Jets did and ship them away. So we go with Parsons here. Now, I, I do want to throw out there really quick. Uh, with, with this pick, do you think, uh, do you think the Broncos trying to trade for every quarterback under the sun here is, uh, is something that uh, we should be worried about and then potentially try to draft a QB? There's a lot of thought that Teddy Bridgewater is going to end up in mile high. I don't know if that is the answer, but that's a possibility here too from what I heard. Mark, I like this pick. I think uh, Micah is dynamic, but I actually think that they are going to address quarterback. I wouldn't be surprised if they go there, but this is a pretty solid pick. Guys, where are you? Tony, Would you, have you taken a quarterback here for Denver? I don't think so. No, I, I kind of agree with, with with Mark. I know they're trying to they, – they, they spent the offseason trying to get another quarterback, but but in my opinion, and obviously I'm not John Elway, but you have to give these guys more than two or three years to to, to make it. You know, if you're, if you're going to draft the quarterback in the first round or the second round in, in Drew Locke's case, you have to give them time to develop. I mean, it, it just makes me – it irritates me that they, that they give up on, on these guys so quickly. My, my whole thing is, is that Michael maybe Drew Locke – Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mark. You're good. Oh, my whole thing is Go that ahead. maybe Drew Lock can't can't outbeat Mahomes or Mahomes, but maybe give, bring in someone that defense can slow him down and make it a closer game. That's my whole ideology around this pick. Michael Beck, are you going quarterback here? Because you brought up the question. Yeah, I think I would. Um, just based on like they've been trying to acquire Matt Stafford. Really, anytime there's been kind of quarterback uh, talk out there. Seems like the Broncos are in the mix. I think it might be a safe bet if Fields or even Mac Jones is here that they might go that direction. But I totally understand what Mark is saying. They got to stop some high-powered offenses, so it makes sense that they try to get uh, one of the best defenders left in the in the draft at this point. Tony D, let's go to Big D. You're on the clock for Jerry Jones. <laughs> My second favorite team. I can't believe it's true. Uh, they're, they're low offense to Cowboys. They have, they have uh, Dak in this new contract. They have Zeke. They have uh, uh, Amari Cooper. They have a pretty good offensive line still, but they need defensive help. So I'm going to go, especially in the secondary. So I'm going to go with Patrick Sertain, cornerback. The legacy Patrick Sertain. I think uh, that's what everybody has. Everybody has a corner going. It seems like he's the top of the corner litter here. So that's a pretty good pick for Patrick Sertain the second. Thank you, Big D. Has anybody ever called you Big D? Not since high school. When I was when I was 220. They called me a lot of things. <laughs> Not since the accident. <laughs> Did they ever call you Big Poppy? No, okay. Let's let's just uh, 
What? But Big Papa, I'm, I'm sorry, a notorious uh, B.I.G. Uh, tribute. Um, let's go ahead on to Michael Beck here. The New York Football Giants. This one, I'm going to take a different direction, too. Um, some of my picks might have been a little off board, but I think there's some really good value here. The Giants are building a really nice offense around Danny Dimes. I think they get one more piece to pair up with Galladay and uh, Saquon Barkley and, and an offensive line that is, a, that is a, a work in progress. But I think they go with the Heisman Trophy winner. They go with Devontae Smith, wide receiver out of Alabama. They have a lot of needs, but that makes them lethal on offense really good. So let's go to the Philadelphia Eagles. They call him the Philly Special. It's Jeffrey Benedict. It's it's killing me fields falling this far. It's killing me. Uh, mm, but Philly still has Philly still has Hurts. Uh, I like Jalen Hurts too. Oh, okay. Um I'm going to stick with my pick. I'm going to go with Jeremiah Owusa-Koromoa. The Eagles need cornerbacks. The Eagles need linebacker. Uh, and they draft a guy who's basically both. You know, that's this guy could go after it. He's he's a beast. You know what? When I put him on the screen here, I'm copping out. I'm just putting J-O-K because that's <laughs> all I'm going to call him. But I will say this. Fantastic pick. The only reason I want him to fall to the Pittsburgh Steelers, I want to hear the Yinzers say, hey, do you like that uh, Owusa Karamoa? I would love to hear that. I'd love to see the Yinzers get a hold of that name. I think that would be absolutely fantastic. And I know, Jeffrey, you don't love my Yinzer accent. Nobody loves my Yinzer accent except for me. But, you know, I, I gave it a shot. <laughs> Am I getting closer? That's, that's kind of like... I... Go, Tony. I don't know. That's kind of like 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 we were talking about with the, with the uh, Broncos. I mean, they, they just drafted Jalen Hurts last year, the Eagles, in the second round. They got they, they got rid of uh, uh, Carson Wentz. And, but it's, it's tempting to always, uh, you know, when you have these quarterbacks, you just don't know. There's, they're, they're, there's so many more uh, busts than, than, than ones that make it. Uh, and so, you know, I think you have to try to st stick with Hertz for a while and, and see, see if he's the real deal. All right, let's move this along. We have got the Los Angeles chargers. And if I'm not mistaken, Marky D is up. Yeah. So I've got the chargers again and the, uh, and again, the AFC West. Um, it's very similar to the Burrow pick at five, I think with a young quarterback in Herbert, we just talked about him. Uh, I think you need to to show up the O-line. He was Rookie of the Year last year. Uh, what do you have? 31 interceptions, 4,000 yards. I think for, for them, the Chargers have success. They needed to to boost the O-line. I think you got to bring in a guy, uh, Christian Darasaw, that's his name. Uh, similar thing. You know, I, I like his name. Cool name. Like, imagine imagine being a Chargers, like, fan and Darasaw on the back. That's something different. A bit different to, you know, Smith or mm -hmm. Johns or something like that. Um, but he's a big unit, and I think he can show up that O-line. And the Chargers got to learn to win in the playoffs too, and that all it all comes down to quarterback-driven league now. Herbert's got to be kept upright; can't be doing too many silly plays. You bring him in, it's, it's gonna it's gonna help the offense just develop, and then try and keep up with this AFC West division. Looks pretty good so far with a, with a lot of the quarterbacks and a lot of the uh, big players coming out of the draft. Yeah, that that is a solid pick. I you know they brought in a lot of help on the offensive line. 
but they need that guy for the future. And I really think Darasaw's it. So nice pick there. Gentlemen, are we unanimous on Christian Darasaw? Good pick. Oh, yeah. He's a beast. All right. Like let's it. go. Let's go, Skull. Let's go up north, the Minnesota Vikings, where they still love Prince. That's one of the Mall of America. <laughs> You've got so much cool going on with uh, Prince and everything there. I know. Uh, I know they're having a tough time in Minnesota right now. Let's see if the Vikings can make them happy. Well, the Vikings took a bit of a step back last year. They need a few things. They need uh, offensive line help. They need uh, an edge. But they only had 23 sacks last year. So I think they're going to up there with the 14th pick. And I've seen this guy mocked in the middle of the first round enough times that, to feel that like he's going to go somewhere in there. So why not the Vikings? Jalen Phillips, edge from Miami. Well, this guy's tough. I, I've seen him all over the place. Yeah. And, you know, right. when you search for pictures for this guy, the only picture that they have is that celebration picture where he's wearing the giant, uh, the giant U around his neck. And that thing could like knock somebody out. I wonder if they're going to let him wear that on the field. I, I think that would be, that would <laughs> they be might have to, because he looks like, he looks, then we, he looks like, what do you think? Michael back? back in that picture. <laughs> there you go. This guy is dynamic, though. Michael Beck, good pick here. I like it. Um, of course, he had those injury issues earlier in his career, but uh, if he gets that roped up, he, he's a big time pass rusher. All right, Michael Beck, you're Belichickian right now. I'll do it. You're working uh, for the hoodie, and I know this I'll is do tough. It, yeah, Je- Je- uh, I got to be the bad guy, and Jeffrey already knows what's coming. Uh, the the we'll slip it. comes to an end here. The New England Patriots have their quarterback of the future. Justin Fields, Ohio oh! State. He's off the board officially. Wow. Justin Fields slips all the way down to 15. For all of those that think that he's going to slip to the Steelers at 24, not going to happen. This guy is so dynamic. Not only that, he is a leader with a strong arm, very accurate. Uh, I was dead set against him maybe a month ago, and now I'm looking more into this guy and thinking that, wow, he is he is something special. You don't want to see this guy fall to New England. I was hoping Mac Jones, because I'm not a fan of Mac Jones, and I, I was hoping he would go to the Patriots, but what a pick. Jeffrey Benedict, what are you thinking about? You, everyone's saying, don't do it, don't do it in the live chat. You knew he was going to do it. What's your thoughts? Oh, I'm thinking I, I should. I'm thinking I want to go back and change some of my picks. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, if Justin Fields, Justin Fields take, cannot take. fall that far. He can't. He is. It, Justin Fields is my favorite quarterback in the draft. Uh, there are there are some moments on film where I'm like, like you know, Justin Fields could be the guy who uh, who doesn't doesn't turn out great, or he could be the guy that you look back and you say, you know. Why'd they take Trevor Lawrence number one? Uh, Justin Fields is that kind of a player. His throw, he, the throws he can make are incredible. Uh, I don't want to see him in New England. Just, just no to that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are partners on the uh, <sighs> on the curtain call and on Know Your Enemy. So I'm sure you'll be talking about him the next time 
the Steelers play the Patriots and uh, you guys, it's okay for you to disagree. Tony and I never have never had a disagreement in our entire career together. And this is going on four or five years, but it's going to happen one of these days. So that's okay. Let's go ahead. I like this. uh, I like this next uh, pick here. I think it's really interesting. We're going to go to Pittsburgh West, the Arizona Cardinals. And they're a very interesting team. They have James Conner now. So Mark Davison, what are we thinking for the cards? You put me on a fly one here. I thought I was doing the next pick at uh Yeah, you, you skipped me in the right. Yeah. No, this is mess- mine. Oh, mine. yeah. Okay. Mark Mark <laughs> Davison, you're trying to jump in on Jeffrey's pick. What are you doing here? Stop that. You that's what the, hold that's what up, the buddy. do. Hey. He's just naturally ahead of us. He's always a, he's always ahead. Yeah, because he's in the future. You know, th- this is this is Tuesday morning for the man. Um, I do have editing power, so I can just go clip, clip, and no one will ever hear that again. So, Jeffrey Benedict. So, what is in the cards for the Arizona Cards? Arizona Cardinals uh, being Pittsburgh West. I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a player. I would really, really love to see fall all the way to the Steelers cornerback J.C. Horn from South Carolina. Uh, he's, he's fantastic and, and he's just, he's just going to get better. He, he has faced a lot of talent in his career. Uh, I, I, I like the guy and, uh, he fits a huge need there in Arizona. Now, am I mistaken here or is this another legacy? Is this the son of new Orleans saints? Great Joe Horn. I believe so. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Phone Celebration. Yeah. If you don't know, in 2003, he hid a cell phone um, underneath the uh, upright, and he pulled it up open for a uh, a celebration and got on the phone to celebrate his uh, touchdown. Everybody was up in arms, and that's nothing <laughs> yeah. compared to what happens today. <laughs> so right. Joe Horn, his son, is going to Carolina. I love this guy. I think he is possibly the best corner in the draft as well. With apologize, apologies to Patrick Sertain the second. I, I think they're both good. This guy, I think he's a game changer. So I like that pick. So let's go ahead and take a break here. We are at the halfway point of our draft. We just got through 16 picks. We've got 16 to go. If you're hanging with us on Facebook, or on YouTube, as always, we're just going to take a quick five to 10 second break. We're going to stretch. If you are checking us out anywhere you download your favorite podcast, this is what I want you to do. Just go on over, click to the hangover number two. You don't want to miss it because I'm telling you what is coming up next. We are eight picks away from the Pittsburgh Steelers. It is going to be, it has to be unanimous. So we are going to probably knock down and drag out this one and it is going to be fun. So you want to see who the Steelers are going to take, and that's why you're all here. You got to stay tuned. Be back right after this. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did to create this ad. To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. 
Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad... To learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai. Anatomy of an ad. Subconsciously trigger emotions through music. Perfect. Define an opportunity. Imagine talking to millions of people across the U.S. like I am now. Identify a problem. Creating an audio ad is time-consuming. Offer a solution. Utilize cutting-edge AI. Imagine creating all that in under 30 seconds. Well, we did. To create this ad, to learn more about AI in the audio industry, download the white paper from audiostack.ai.